0: You're listening to Partnership Align Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So in the last episode, I said that I would have a guest on today to talk about people pleasing and resentment, but she had to reschedule. So tune in next week for that episode. Today, we're going to talk about how do you know when the work that you're doing in your marriage is working? Because feelings aren't facts, people. I don't know about you, but my gauge on whether things in my life are working rely on what time of the month it is, so feelings are definitely not facts. Many times, I will hear from a client that she thought things were getting better, that the communication had improved and that she and her partner were making more time for each other. But then something happens. Some kind of blow-up fight or one of them goes back to an old behavior for a minute and she thinks all is lost. This is catastrophizing, right? You get so scared to go back to how it was before that as soon as you see a sign that it might be going backwards, you freak out and spiral. Coming to the conclusion that there has been no progress and that this is just how it's always going to be. It's a fear-based conclusion. And fear is a feeling. And remember, feelings are not facts. But in the world of psychology, we do have actual measuring sticks that allow us to look past the feeling of the day and gauge how the marriage is actually going based on fact. So that's what I want to educate you on today. And by the way, this isn't just for marriage. You can apply these measuring sticks to your parenting or work or any other area of your life that you're actively trying to improve. But this is a podcast about relationships, so we will keep it to that. Okay, so let's get to it. There are three measuring sticks that we use when assessing whether the symptoms of the problem are improving thereby giving evidence that the problem itself is improving. The first one is frequency, how often the symptom arises. For this episode, I'm going to use the example of a partner who shuts down and gives a silent treatment as opposed to communicating. This partner could be you or it could be your spouse. It doesn't matter. When you're trying to gauge whether the communication is getting healthier or not, we're going to look at the symptoms of the ineffective communication This one being shutting down and giving the silent treatment. So you may have had the experience where one of you often does this. And by the way, if silent treatment is an issue in your marriage, regardless of whether it's you or your spouse or both of you giving it, I have an early episode on that that people loved. It's episode number four titled The Silent Treatment or The Silent Love Killer. I'll link that in the show notes for you. In that episode, I tell you all about how I overcame being the one that gives the silent treatment. Okay, so you may have had the experience where one or both of you has been working on not giving the silent treatment, and it seems to be going well. The two of you are making an effort to sit through the hard conversations and be on the same team. Then, one day, your partner completely shuts down, and it feels all too familiar. Your brain yells at you saying, see, I told you it would never change. Here we go again. Or maybe you're the one who shuts down because the tools that you've been learning have only gotten you so far and you don't quite yet have the tools to stay present with just any marital topic. So now your brain says, see, I told you you couldn't do this. This is just how you are. Shutting down feels safe. You don't know how to do anything different. These are thoughts that create the feeling of discouragement, disappointment, and sadness. But remember, feelings are not facts. So we look at the frequency. Measure it against before. If before you went to therapy or coaching or whatever help you're getting, you were shutting down in almost every conversation, but this is the first time that you've shut down all month, then that is huge progress, my friend. There is a great book called The Gap and the Gain, which talks about measuring yourself versus where you've been as opposed to measuring yourself versus where you want to be. It's so important to look at the gain and not just the gap. Psychology understands this, and that's why we have three measuring sticks. Okay, so frequency was the first one, how often the symptom arises. The next measuring stick is intensity how intensely the symptom shows up. So in keeping with the silent treatment example, maybe you're still shutting down often, but not as intensely. Maybe you're walking away from difficult conversations at first, but you're not ignoring your partner afterwards. Or maybe you engage in a difficult conversation, but you can only handle a couple minutes before you shut down. It would be easy for you to beat yourself up and say that you're not making any progress, but actually you are because the intensity of the symptom has lessened. This is actual measurable progress. A different example would be if you're working on asking your partner for help as opposed to just quietly resenting them for not helping. An improvement in intensity might look like asking them for help, but maybe not as kindly as you would have liked, or maybe still with some boiling resentment. The point is it's progress and progress begets more progress. Okay, and the last measuring stick is longevity. How long does the symptom last? So if we go back to the silent treatment example, maybe you used to shut down and give your partner the silent treatment for days. This, unfortunately, is not so uncommon. And maybe now you're still shutting down when things get hard, but you come around that night as opposed to two days later. This is huge progress. Frequency intensity, longevity. These are the measuring sticks that will allow you to see the facts as opposed to judging your progress based on your feelings, which are temporary and heavily influenced by outside factors. I'm going to end by saying that if you use these three measuring sticks and realize that the symptoms in your marriage are not improving in any of these three areas, it's time to get some help. Seriously, it's time. It's so easy to settle. And allow the abnormal to become normal in your life, to make excuses. But my whole mission is to help women improve their marriage so that the kids get the childhood that they deserve. This isn't just about you. This is a generational decision. So whether you come to me or someone else, I don't even care. Just don't settle. Be the mom who does the work and you don't have to do it alone. Shoot me an email if you want to set up a free call to talk more about what that process might look like. My email is Elana E-L-A-N-A, at partnershipaligned.com. And I'll link that in the show notes for you as well. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show, and leave a review. And take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, and tag me at partnershipaligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship, it always starts with a healthier you.